Hello, Internet. Welcome to another episode of Pop Culture Over Pizza. I'm Jose. I'll be your host today for a quick slice with some impressions, spoiler-free, toppings-free impressions of Season 2 of Cobra Kai. Before we get into it, I'd just like to remind you guys to like, share, and subscribe. Look us up on all podcasting platforms, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Pop Culture Podcast. Check it out. Check us out. Drop us a line, drop us some feedback. We'd love to hear from you guys on how these episodes are going so far. Let us get into it. So, I'm about halfway through Season 2 of Cobra Kai, the surprise YouTube premium hit that brings back the original cast from the Karate Kid movies. Uh, The star of this is, for those of you who don't know, and this is obviously going to contain spoilers from Season 1, but William Zabka returns as Johnny Lawrence from the original, Ralph Macchio, Returns as Daniel-san, Daniel LaRusso, and we have a whole new cast of characters, basically. This show, for those of you who haven't seen it, takes place about 30 years in the future after the Old Valley Tournament that Daniel-san used a crane kick to win a few decades ago in order to kick the face off of William Zapka's Johnny Lawrence. Um, And so we see our characters far flung into the future, uh, and their paths have definitely diverged from the Old Valley Tournament. Uh, Johnny Lawrence, William Zabka, is basically kind of a loser after he lost to Daniel-san all those decades ago. And Ralph Macchio is a winner. He owns a bunch of car dealerships. He has a wife, two kids, a successful life. So basically the thing that was great about the first season of Cobra Kai is how their paths have diverged. And how it kind of took the nostalgia of the first few movies and added some complexity to the characters that you had never seen before. William Zabka as the leader of the Cobra Kai dojo, and in season one, of course, you understand that he reopens the dojo, restarts the rivalry with Daniel-san, um, and it includes a whole host of other characters, Amanda LaRusso, Johnny, uh, Daniel LaRusso's wife, played by Courtney Hengeler, Zolo Maradueña, who's basically one of the other main characters. He ends up being uh, Johnny Lawrence's main student at Cobra Kai, uh, Tanner Buchanan at Rob as Robbie Keane, who was actually Johnny Lawrence's kid and ends up being Daniel LaRusso's uh, main pupil. And we also, of course, have Mary Mouser as Samantha LaRusso, Daniel LaRusso's daughter, Jacob Bertrand as Eli Hawk, one of the other main members of Cobra Kai, Team Cobra Kai, basically their second best member. <clears throat> we also have someone who gets a little bit more of a highlight this season, Gianni Tachenzo as Dimitri. And the return of Martin Cove as the deliciously evil, at least in the Karate Kid, the deliciously evil sensei for Cobra Kai and Johnny Lawrence's mentor. So season two basically picks up immediately at the end of the events of season one. Again, spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. We got some toppings on season one. We got some spoilers from season one. Season one ends after Johnny Lawrence's pupil, Miguel, played by Zolo Maridueña, uh, defeats Daniel LaRusso's main pupil, or, um, <clears throat> excuse me, Tanner Buchanan as Robbie Keane in a throwback to the original fight from the first Karate Kid movie. That actually ends up being pretty cool. The first season definitely had a lot of heart. It added a lot of complexity to these characters, like I said. But at the end of the season, John Kreese, the evil John Kreese, Martin Cove, the original sensei of Cobra Kai, shows up at the Cobra Kai dojo after their uh, basically post-fight excitement about the win and confronts Johnny Lawrence about returning to Cobra Kai and bringing it back to its former glory. 
episode basically starts with them kicking each other's ass. And again, I don't want to give too much away, so I'll just give you some basic impressions of how I felt about the season. Now, I have to say, season two and leaving off directly where season one ended definitely seemed to be a good choice with the way how it, that it did end. And I really, really, you know, I should say that that Cobra Kai, as was noted, ended up being a surprise hit for YouTube um, because of this new complexity that they added to these characters. It still had a couple of those 80s action kind of comedy kids movie elements that made it so popular back in the day with a lot of great throwbacks and a lot of great Easter eggs. And there was a lot of complexity both to the adult characters and Johnny and to uh, and Daniel and to the younger characters like Miguel and Robbie and of course Samantha and Hawk who all ended up being big main players in the first season. Um, the return of John Kreese, I have to say, leaves me a little mixed um, I don't, again, want to spoil any of the season for you, but I will say that I was hoping for a little bit more of that complexity that they brought to Johnny Lawrence and to Daniel LaRusso. They definitely hinted at it in points, but it doesn't, to me, basically live up to the great, great complexity and the great performances, even though John Kreese, or excuse me, Martin Cove is John Kreese, definitely gives it all and does a great job. He just doesn't really live up to the complexity and the awesomeness of the characters of Johnny and Daniel, who ended up being really, really great. And the thing about the first season that I really like so much that ends up being absent here is the sort of realistic moral gray area that they decided to play with, where there wasn't really a bad guy in season one. Uh, this season, I don't want to say that they throw that out the window, but to me, some of that real-life complexity gets lost in favor of uh, sort of an 80s movie villain vibe. And I do have to say that I'm far, far less compelled by the story of the kids, of Miguel and Robbie, who basically, the, what we did in the first season, we explored their home lives and then explored the surrogate relationship that they built with Johnny and Daniel, respectively. To me, a lot of that is absent in this season. I don't really enjoy a lot of the scenes with the kids in this season. Some of them are better than others. Most of what really works in the season for me is the stuff with Johnny and Daniel, their friends, their acquaintances. The stuff with John Kreese even works fairly well. But most of the time when the kids are on screen, it turns a little bit too much into a teen soap opera for me. It doesn't have the same home life complexity that the original did, the broken homes that they came from. And so for me, like I said, it kind of falls a little flat in comparison. They kind of brush that aside. They mention their home lives and some of those, some of those details. In this one, they definitely explore the relationship between Johnny and his estranged son, Robbie. Uh, but it, it just doesn't hit the right notes that the original season did. I don't want to say it was a bad season. I still think that this is really, really a great show. And I think that I would recommend it to anyone, especially if you've seen the first season. And again, I haven't seen the whole season yet. So I don't want to judge. Um, I'm only on about episode seven at the moment. I'm trying to brush through the rest of it and see if I can give you a more complete review in a couple of days. But for me, anytime the karate gets involved, I kind of get bored. The fight scenes are better than the first season, and that's something that's certainly awesome from a technical perspective. But there was a bit of a story being told in the fights in the first season that's kind of absent from this one. There are definitely some scenes that are better than others, and definitely some fights that build up a little bit more of the backstory than some other fights in the show. 
but thus far, they seem to fall flat, at least in an emotional level. In a technical level, again, they're better than they were in the first season. You figure all these kids were probably just learning martial arts in the first season. You can definitely tell that they progressed in this one. So if you're a fan of flashy fights, you know, I certainly enjoyed them. Um, you'll definitely enjoy what they have to offer here. But at the same time, if you were a fan of some of the real complexity the first season brought to these characters almost unexpectedly, it's not missing completely, but it's not on the same level. And for me, that kind of takes the story down a notch from where it could be. I'm really mostly only engaged, for the most part, when Johnny or Daniel are on screen. And Johnny was kind of the star last season. Daniel is probably a little bit more of an interesting character, at least in the early going, although a couple of the last few episodes have explored Johnny a little bit more and fleshed out his character. So who knows? Maybe what I'm looking at now is basically they're building up the characters in phases here, and each episode kind of devotes, or each section of the season kind of devotes a little bit to each character. But again, I don't really find any of the stuff with the kids to be as compelling as it was last year. And it's not because they're not capable. These kids are great actors, they're, they're great martial artists. They do a great job playing off of each other with what they get. But again, for me, unless you're actually a kid their age, it plays too much like a teenage soap opera or some sort of tween drama that I'm not as interested in. They definitely did that better in the first season. And other shows like Stranger Things definitely seem to do the, the do all of their characters of different ages much more justice than this does. Um, that said... I want to say that I'm enjoying the season so far. If I want to give it a rating out of 10 for what I've seen, I would say that it's a 7.5 out of 10. The first season for me was an 8 or an 8.5, actually. I would say it was an 8.5. Definitely unexpectedly good. Got better as the season went on. And maybe that'll be the case here. Um, there's definitely a much bigger cast of characters, and it all kind of leads to what the first season was hinting at, a big confrontation between Cobra Kai and Miyagi-Do, the restarted dojo that Daniel-san uh, basically recreates from Mr. Miyagi's memory. So, again, I, I, I don't want to say it's a bad series at all. It's definitely better than most of what, what you can see out there and definitely still continues to be a lot better than what I expected from this show. I'm just hoping that the next few episodes, the last few episodes of the season are going to blow me away and completely change my mind. Performances are great. Technically, the martial arts are awesome. Has a little bit less heart than last season to me, except with certain scenes with Johnny and Daniel that really hit home. Um, and some surprise appearances, some, some characters reprising roles from some of the original, original movies, excuse me, which is pretty awesome. But again, to me, it's not quite on the same level as Cobra Kai Season 1. So far, though, I'm still looking forward to see Season 3, unless Season 2 wraps up on a note that I don't like. I don't necessarily see that happening. Because it's still a crowd pleaser, still again with a lot of the great Easter eggs, a lot of the great throwbacks, a lot of the great pe uh, characters, or I should say actors returning to reprise their roles, which really will, will make fans of the original sh movies happy. But, you know, 7.5 out of 10. Still really good, still just about better than most shows out there. And you can tell that YouTube definitely put a lot of effort into producing these shows. And for that, they have to be commended. If I were to give this a more simple rating, whether it's a show that you should avoid or a show that you need to watch, I would say The Cobra Kai Season 2 is definitely a must-watch, especially if you're a fan of Season 1 or the original movies from the 80s. Not that Jaden Smith stuff. I'm talking about Daniel-san, Pat Morita as Mr. Miyagi, Johnny Lawrence, Mr. Kreese, John Kreese of Cobra Kai, and Miyagi-Do. 
that rivalry is awesome. That rivalry still exists. I gotta say, this uh, definitely plays a little bit with some midlife crisis stuff over here, but it does make a little bit of sense, and I do like that aspect of the show. If you guys are a fan of the original Karate Kid movies and you haven't seen this yet, what the hell are you waiting for? Especially if you're a child of the 80s like I am over here. So, 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 once again, I want to thank all of you out there for joining me for another pop culture over pizza quick slice. I am Jose. I want to thank you all for joining us. Once again, like, share, subscribe, look us up on Google Podcasts, look us up on Apple Podcasts. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, Pop Culture Podcast. Check us out. Give us some feedback. Let us know what you think. Once again, like I said, thanks for joining us. And from Jose and the Pop Culture Over Pizza crew, as always, stay geeky, my friends.